Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Welcome to Tumor and Tequila. Today is a very special day. I have uh, some of my favorite humans, which I actually do say every podcast because it is the absolute truth. And these are uh, two of my, I want to say classmates. Can you say that at college? Uh, classmates from college. No, you guys are college. older than I am. So. <laughs> Meg does a lot of Botox. I'm uh, Classmates from college. Classmates doesn't feel right. But anyways... Uh, two of my best friends from college, and JP's wife, Kristen, who has become a phenomenal friend and bright light, and she is going to be a contributing factor as an outside perspective, which is actually going to be really awesome. Uh, But we are going to cover uh, what it's like to be a student athlete. Uh, We are all uh, alumni of George Mason University. Meg and I are lacrosse players, and JP's a swimmer. Kristen, did you play sports in college? No. Did you grow up playing any sports? No. Okay. So you, I'm going to love this perspective. I like to read. Ex- perfect. This is even better. So we're going to get your perspective on the jocks in school. So this is, this is perfect, actually. Um, so we're going to come in. And Turmeric and Tequila, obviously, you guys should know by now, it's, it's all about highlighting people that have done things a little bit of a different way. I think being a student athlete is a, is a hard choice. Uh, you're either driven to do it or you're not. And no good or bad. It's just kind of one way or the other. Um, so we're going to highlight what it is to be a student athlete, um, some of our experiences, probably with a filter. And so so if you're a parent of a kid that's looking to play sports in college, or if you're a kid considering it, I would listen to this conversation, I think. We'll see. We'll keep it real. And then you, you, and then you decide. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves. So just say your name, what sport you played, even though I kind of covered it, and um, what you do now. You gotta like talk. You gotta bring your mic like way in here. Oh, Kristen, you gotta come, come get, come get jiggy with it. First, because yeah. she's got the sports. Oh, okay. Meg's um, gonna go. You gotta get like way close. Hi, my name is Meg. Go, girl. Dentler. Now my name is Thomas. Um, <laughs> Meaning she got married. It's yeah. not. It's not Thomas Dentler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it's 2019, y'all. You don't even know. You don't even know what's up. <laughs> No disrespect, Brendan. That's her now husband. Oh, yeah, I'm about to spit on my beer. <laughs> That's fine, tequila. Don't do that. Um, I was a uh, goalie back in the day. Um, lacrosse goalie. Lacrosse oh, goalie. I still have not figured out how to turn off those notifications, so we're oh, just going to roll with it. Okay. That's fine. Um, and now I work for a Democratic direct-to-mail consulting firm. Go, girl. Yeah. So, uh, from... The end of the field, some people don't know about lacrosse, but she was a goalie so she could see the entire field, uh, kind of managing all of us that were on the field. I'm not necessarily the most manageable, <laughs> but hypothetically speaking, she managed us. She wore blinders <laughs> yeah. and ear muscles a lot. Not, not intentionally, though. It was just in a zone. I, when he was doing was singing in my mind. Yeah. Um, but so she went from one end of the field now, uh, running things on the field with that one-pointed direction. At point of attack, if you will, and now you are running that through. Now I, I run a political mail firm where I do art stuff to printing and to getting it in the mail and into your junk 
drawers. And into your mind and into your vote. In the in the best way possible. (laughs) Yes. Vote blue. Boom. There you go. That's what's up. (laughs) She's also she might announce her running for president. Mm -hmm. I'd vote. On this yeah, podcast? I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe, maybe. Okay. Well, she's enthusiastic about it, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> All right. Kristen, uh, do you want to go next? The other Kristen. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. That, that's so weird. I, I know. I went to JMU. Yeah. Did you seriously? I did. Okay. So I'm also changing right now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. My super good friend, Kristen, Um Totally knew that I went to JMU. I totally <laughs> did not. That's so funny. Well, so people that may or may not know, JMU and GMU are huge rivals. And they get so this is even better. A lot. Yes. Totally different they get, humans. They get a uh, mistaken for. Yeah, mistaken for. That's yeah. Right. That JMU sign language is a little aggressive. That they were huge rivals. Really? <laughs> so they're <laughs> the reading clubs weren't very competitive. I thought the reading clubs of the two were very competitive. <laughs> Uh, the the GMU <clears throat> library was never fighting with the JMU library. So, well, we never went to the library, so, so that also we would not know. <laughs> but yes, um, I'm married to JP, which is the closest to sports I'll ever get. Boom, nice. But then you you then you have brains what in the you, family analyticism. Oh yeah, enlighten us. Um, so I do a lot of things. Um, anything that pays money. Mostly podcasting. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a career person. I'm a just podcast pain, I'm a pain person. Yes. Um, right now, I work for an insurance company uh, coming to a town near you. A uh, new job. So, congrats are in order. Yes, thank yeah, you. Okay. I work yes. from home. Yes. Um, I, I, I work do uh, property adjusting. So, if a tree falls on your house, I'm your girl. Boom. I might need to talk to you because that's gonna happen. That Meg house. just bought a house. Also, we're I, we're not gonna tell anyone. We are adulting a little bit on a few levels. It's scary. Yeah. Uh, but last but not least, JP. No, What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm JP. I swam at George Mason. Yes. A uh, long, long time ago. I took lots of classes with Kristen. Com majors. Com majors. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a slacker type of... Whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> as a PR major, or I, I would see that as something different. Yeah. I would just say um, sport was priority. Sport was priority. School wasn't. I swam a lot. I was yeah. a sprinter. Yeah. Uh, I sell wine now, which everyone thinks is a really fancy That's thing really to cool. do. It's really not. Well, I've been doing it for 14 years now. So they say, do what you know. So here is here's what I tell parents: We were committed to our athletic cause. We were uh, social, if you will. We ran some parties. Now you you can apply some of those life skills that we learned through sports, such as teamwork, dedication. Dodging classes and teachers that you probably don't want to take, and forming relationships, drinking wine. Now you're monetizing all that. That's right. So Actually, can I say something? <laughs> Please don't ever. <laughs> the mic. You're in. The, you're in the dollhouse. Don't ever ask yeah. for permission. One of my most fond memories of JP is drinking Boone's wine. Oh, oh wow! Strawberry. Like, did you drink you, that? You, I don't think I drank that. I never drank that. No, girl, that was you. you. Always did. I no, 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 no. I don't think you did. did. Boone's has never that, touched no, my lips. This is your wife. No, one of your favorite CDs was Strawberry Wine. Strawberry Moon, right there. I see. Seriously. Yeah. No. You definitely. I actually don't think Zero you did. No. I would call him. I, I maybe I didn't see it. No. I don't know. The swimmers always did weird things. I would swear on a stack of Bibles. So I will say this: every as a student athlete, as you're considering, if you're considering sports as a young human, I am a massive advocate of sports, particularly for our young girls, learning you know life skills through sports, learning how to get along with other women, learning teamwork, all these things. Um, 
and then doing it on the college level, it's way more intense. It's literally like a full-time job. It's, it, it is actually hard. Like we, we poke fun and we had a lot of fun, but it is, it's a massive commitment. However, when you get out of the, uh, school zone, you are that much more prepared because you've been committed, you know, for four to five years of what you've been doing in, on your, um, collegiate athletic side. So I will say you provide a little space for fun. Uh, and I, I still can't. I don't think you <laughs> drank Moon's Farm. So even I, my, anyways, my roundabout point was that you know know what you're doing. I don't think we didn't drink wine. We couldn't afford wine in no. college. No, I know I didn't drink any. Like, but Moon's like fine. Two dollars like a bottle. But also wait. So on the flip side, the, so we're going back to budgeting. I'm gonna just narrow all this stuff down to like life skills. I stuff. feel like I have a picture but, of JP drinking Moon's wine. Everyone has I, a picture of JP in his book mm-hmm. bag. Oh. I used to bring a book bag to parties. And it had liquor. It had straight liquor. Oh, yeah. I believe that. And I would make mixed drinks for everybody at the party. Well, we were also 40 when everyone else was like 18 and a half. I had a red shirt. And GP was... I was was already there. He was just taking out. Yeah. You transferred it. I did. I transferred from Longwood. Yes. Okay. Now I remember. Um, So, yeah. Again, I don't know. We poked fun. It was like... a fun social situation however the skills that are gained within that um we can kind of lean into this conversation how much of those like social skills really do overlay into the business world because a lot of things are happy hour or even alcohol is not involved it's a lot about the social relationship and i think particularly for our young people as we get more into the social versus digital like our young people see through the bs and like that real relationship and real caring does matter i genuinely do think like your social behavior in college and you being able to assimilate with your team, other teams, have fun, um, kick back and have a one to eight D beers. <laughs> like it's yeah, maybe not that many of it once you get older. But I think that's a really important position. Um, I'm gonna flip this to you guys. How do you think some of those social situations have helped you monetize your life now? JP, go ahead. Wine sales. Wine sales is first. Meg is second. Kristen. Listening to the question. Okay, perfect. So, so nothing, nothing, nothing's changed. So I'm a sales. So all I do is talk to people all day. And in college, all I learned about, like, we're comm majors. We're comm majors, yeah. right? And so, like, my main thing of college was learning to talk to people and communicate with people. Do you think you learned that though, or it was honestly just kind of in your DNA? You perfected it in school. I want to say. I would say I perfected it in school. Yeah. I wasn't really talkative in high school but i definitely came out of my shell in college okay which is why all my friends are pretty much from college yeah well and i think that's another massive attribute is you you are a little bit older than high school so you start to make those like lifelong friends and you start to grow up a little bit figure out yourself i don't know three percent more and um you have those bonding experiences through not just the social and the party but understanding excuse me uh, schedules and runs and like the coach hating you and or <laughs> your labor practice or your jersey maybe You're got lost. The wrong color shirt. Yeah, that was a whole other <laughs> podcast. Um, all the things, but you you start to like understand these experiences and like start to build friendships and relationships that really do last a long time because these are really intense times in your life when you're a young person that are instrumental of how you kind of build from there and move forward. Um, so there's my tangent, but. <laughs> JB, can you lean into, as a call major, I know, um, but but this is a specific angle to you. You came in, uh, JP has basically developed the art of finesse. Uh, if you look at his Instagram, all of a sudden he's like hanging out and then he's backstage with a signed vinyl album from the artist 
Not even as a groupie. Just like he works his way into things. Art of finesse. <laughs> I'm gonna let Chris and his wife just say what she said. But I said he's a star fucker. Hey, I you know what? As long as you get the deal done, it's 2019. <laughs> Men aren't getting called out yet, so you're in safe zone right now. Not yet. I mean on the on the flip yet. side, not on the other side. In the best possible. In the best possible. With the least amount of sex. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, as a comp major, he grew up with a deaf brother, and so we um we could go so a bonus of an athlete you can go in and you can get some of the classes beforehand because it has to accommodate your athletic schedule so it's a massive perk you don't have to battle people out um trying to get into classes or wait if you miss like the registration or whatever athletes get first choice because you have to accommodate the athletic schedule so there were certain classes we had to take as comp majors like spanish 301 or something i didn't speak like a spanish however I was able to register for the 301 class, so I'd only have to take one versus a couple classes. Uh, that's a whole other story. I, my Spanish was still minimal, but I had a comedic routine at the end that somehow got me a C. JP <laughs> somehow got the um, school to account sign language as your foreign language credit. Tell me about that. Oh, jeez. I'm using the short version, but that, this is a good story. Yeah, so... I, like Kristen, is not, I'm not good at languages other than English. And as you can tell, that's not very good either. Um, I speak emojis, so you're fine. <laughs> emojis are good. So instead of taking Spanish, I was able to talk to the school into letting me take sign language at a community college. Oh, that's right. And having it, like, transfer over. So I didn't actually have to take my language credit. It was just waived. That's so oh. And that was something that <clears throat> I think was easier since we were athletes, to just have it kind of taken care of for Because somebody us. did it for him. Yeah. Well, I no, he actually knew. I already knew sign language, yeah. so going there, I basically, <laughs> I just had to sit there and sleep in class and then, you know, sign a couple things and be like, cool, peace get, out. get my A's, transfer <laughs> it out. don't be like JP. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, but I would say this it's not even the fact that you got the A it's the ingenuity and the thought process of how can I, I, make, how this can I make this yes exactly like how do I finesse this or finagle this around because it still counts and now sign language like you can speak a whole other language that most people don't speak like I actually wish I would have paid attention in Spanish because now the Spanish language is so relevant in our society sincerely wish I would have paid more attention however you, this is something you grew up with it still counts and that's becoming more relevant so it actually panned out. I worked out. You That's worked really it out. Cool. I really did not know that. See, Meg, I'm curious you. Uh, Meg and Kristen, I would love to know a story where you had the art of finesse. Meg, I don't know if school's going to resonate here, but you tell me <laughs> yeah. if I'm wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong. Kristen might have something more in. I'm keeping She's it 100. a lot more intellectual than I am. Well, to be fair, Meg is a former All-American goalie, so she's a gangster athlete. Um, and if she wasn't literally saving our asses on the field <laughs> and studying, we would have had a major problem. Um, but was there a point, was there something you, you were, I think we were all, not because we were being intentional to try to like skate the system. We just had so much to juggle. No, you had to learn to maneuver. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Um, so. Oh, my right here. Just joking. <laughs> just joking. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was an art major in college. Um, one, because Don't I did not want to take tests major. as a, a student athlete or a student in general. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I chose the art path. Um. You are very creative though. That is real. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, again. It it's not a simple skate job. Yeah. Um, but. Um, as an art major at George Mason, you're supposed to be going to New York every semester. 
And um, to why did you not? I would have been like, bye. I'm doing that now. I had to go look at like art stuff, and like I didn't. I, I it wasn't cool. I was an athlete. Like I, I don't know. You're like, bet you heard that. of Google. Yeah. Save yeah, the plane. Okay. So um, <clears throat> it was a it was a graduation requirement to go every semester um, for your entirety. That's and, expensive. And Kristen, do you remember me ever going to New York? No, we actually went to, we were in a photography class. I think I got out of it at some point. Probably, yeah. Although I took one picture on the floor and you're like, yeah, the teacher actually liked that. I was like, oh, yeah. the dance ball. I still love that photo. Yeah, yeah, on my leopard. Oh no, uh, tiger print. Anyways. Um, yeah, did you even do one trip? Um, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So you did, how did you bypass that scenario? So um, a couple months before graduation, um, I went up to um, my advisor who I just met. And um, I said, hey, um, I never went to New York. <laughs> well, that was super calculated. I really appreciate the thought. Like eight times. That. You're yeah, supposed eight to have gone eight, eight times. times. Yeah. Eight, eight. That's eight times. Um, but, yeah, I never went. And so they were like, okay, uh, what do we do? I was like, I don't know. I need to graduate, so uh, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I have a, a non-championship game coming up, so you can like, register this. Yeah. Okay. So basically they said, okay, go to D.C., which was in our backyard, and go to like three museums and give us like an eight-page paper about it. Are you kidding me? And so that's what I did. I'm still sad you didn't miss out on all those trips to New York, if I'm real. Have you seen I my know, Instagram lately? Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, way, way cooler when you're a little bit older, but yeah. like. It's still amazing. I know. Well, it, it, like, it was not, like, a free... Like, I guess that we had to, like, pay for a bus to get up wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. It was paid for? Kind of. No. no it, it was probably, like, 25 for, yeah, bucks. Yeah, it was probably, like, 25 bucks to, like... What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! You better, yeah. We were spending more than that to go to yeah. Rhino's in our cab fare. Well, I would rather yeah. go to Rhino's than go to New York. Well, that was equal to it in so. New York experience, if we're both being honest. But, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I definitely, like, skied around the system. Okay. But, I mean, well, it worked time. out, because yeah. now you're instrumental, and you're going to elect our next president so that's cool so what have we learned so far? <laughs> we learned that i skated around taking a foreign language and she didn't have to go to new york eight times but but it sounds that way but it's still again it's the art of finesse of like you come in if you know anything particularly women in the business space now they don't ask for raises it's like i don't know what the statistic is but it's i don't know 80 percent of the time it's a male asking for a raise and the other percent is a woman or it's way less uh, normal for a woman to ask for a raise of a mint. So you go and be like, oh, okay, girl, I didn't go to New York for five years or four years, so if you could figure this out and get back years, to me, like, then that's it. What'd you say? I went to college for five years. <laughs> did you go to five? Four, four and a half. So oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, so were you supposed girl. to go ten times or eight? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> little Tommy Boy reference. Um, yeah, so I think, but again, it's it sounds like you're skating, but as a student athlete, you have this in game. There's like, there's a, a baseline of like a no-go where you need to show up for practice, you need to have this done, you need to get certain grades. There's like zero gray area. So it's like as much as gray areas, like we had to finagle things, it, the in game was really to abide by the athletic law. And I really think that is exactly what the corporate world is, or even the working world, where you you have to kind of move things to where you want them to, whether you're massaging rules or not. But the end game is still the same. Like you have a goal in mind and you're committed to that and you make it work. And I think that is an absolute life skill. And if college doesn't teach you that, go play sports and it will. 100%. Kristen, how how did reading club shape your... So I'm not wanting me to ask some questions. I have nothing at all to add. Yes, you do. No, I went to college. I 
just drank play too much. Rules. Nobody cared. Um, I went to all my classes. Nobody cared. Okay, let's go. Let's go outside of college. I when did, I did get my degree, uh, and I did it on my own. I didn't have to finesse anybody. <laughs> but in life, in life, riddle me this: When have you? What's a good example of you working a situation in a good way to have the same outcome, but work it to? a positive where they might not have seen it as a positive, but at the time it's like, I speak another language or I need to get lacrosse done. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just when he thought he was a sales guy. Oh my God, I love this. JJP <laughs> uh, awesome. got sold. I, uh, I had one job. I had one job one time where I worked my ass off and I got paid nothing. Um, and I did. I kind of like you were saying, where men are the one who ask for raises. Absolutely. Women don't ask. I went in and I said, "You need me more than I need you. This is what I want to be making." How and how to go to give us the deets? I got what I wanted. Yes. I got what I asked for because I was right. They needed me more than I needed them. I have rarely been in that situation. Um, I do. I did not play sports. I did not learn. One of the things you said was um, learning how to get along with other girls. I didn't learn that skill until after college, um, which has been a great disappointment for me because I think it's so important. It's been <coughs> made some of the best friendships yeah. since college. Yeah. So definitely, if that's a skill that you can learn through sports at any time in your life, ladies, do it. It's super important. Um, even if you're not going to go to college, just like yes, kickball on the weekends or whatever. Um, so what was there, was there a mentor in your life, a parent, somebody that, um, opened up your mindset? Where did you get the like courage or idea to go in? Like where did it come from the gumption to come in and be like, I need a raise. Here's where I'm at. Because I didn't want to work there anymore. And I was hoping they would fire me. Take away clothes, my girl. That's what's up. No, seriously. But they didn't. <laughs> Sweet. So were you wait, were you happy with the raise? Or like were you like, F, yeah, now I gotta stay? With the raise. It was like fifteen thousand dollar raise. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you're like, I hate doing this less. I deserved it. I did hate doing it less. I still hated them the same. Okay. Um, but I was super good at it. As I am at everything I do. Yes. And, uh, you know, I should get paid well for that. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm way smarter than Meg. <laughs> oh, the Dukes! Uh, yes, this is what I know. 100%. <laughs> this is when friends become friends because you can <laughs> the 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 shield comes off and it's perfect. But I also believe like if you, it's not just about being an athlete; it's the athlete mentality where you kind of like get to like secure space. You know, what you bring to the table. You know, what you don't bring to the table, and then you can just have a laugh about it and be like, "All right, well, if I'm not good at this and you're good at this, well, I need you." Meg and I have traded business ideas. I guess we could say that, but I'm like, I need digital, and I helped her with a party. We can, like, trade different avenues because we have different skill sets, and it's amazing to have somebody in your corner that's like, I don't do that at all. You're way better at that. Can you help me with this? Boom. That's it. Can you I, could, I could legitimately never, ever do what Meg does. I could ne No, no, no. I could never I could never look at a field and tell people what where, she, where they should be, what they should be doing. I could not do that at all. Like, I'm no camp director of any kind. It's going to be a mess. Like, um, I don't even know what I'm doing in 20 minutes. Neither do I. Hopefully. <laughs> Dude, but, but it is. Another life lesson. No, um, you're running for something important. Ma Ma Meg, honestly, she says that, and she really does run a lot of shit. I just found out that she does, like, a, a political side of things, so I'm super – I didn't even know that was a passionate piece. Um, and it's cool to see some of those – 
uh, competitive skill sets when you're young, even if you're not an athlete, like just it's you drives within you and like, I know I deserve more. I know I want to be doing this. Um, cultivate into some of these larger conversations later on in life, whether it's politics or motherhood or uh, raising a dog or whatever. I mean, some of these really core fundamental um, skills come through in so many other things. And no one's looking me in the eye because they don't want me to like call on the rest <laughs> to answer a question. Don't say and these are like three of my most experienced humans. You, smart is subjective in my world. Like smart is, it's great if you can pass your SAT or pass tests. Uh, it's even better in my world if you've super experienced, you've been around a lot of people and seen a lot of things. And these humans have done both of those things. Um, they still want to be recorded, which, which I love. I'm going to make them influencers before they know it. Uh, on that note, all right, we won't we won't keep it too long, but I do want to get into favorite moments in college, and we'll go on both sides. So again, with the idea that this podcast is for parents of kids that might be going to college and kids that are considering going to college to be D1 athletes or D2 or D3 athletes or club. Let's see if we can go with that. So we got to keep it like PG-13? No, you follow your heart. No, this is Tumor and Tequila Blair. It's too late now. You straight up. No, it's in the title. You already know. You're going to get it raw. And honestly, if parents aren't aware of what's going on or kids, like, you're welcome. Here is the heads up 411 discretionary tale. Um, but what was, the, like, your favorite experience about college from, like, maybe school, scholastic, team side, and then from the social side? Or just in general, what was your... What do you? What did you appreciate about being a student athlete? And Kristen, for you, what did you appreciate appreciate post college, um, where you were looking like I really, you know, learned to get along with women or learned to appreciate these relationships that really stuck out for you? Who wants to go first? Damn, man. Um, that <laughs> Nothing's was, that changed. Was deep. Like I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, that's why it's good. I know. Yeah. Just um, think about the best thing you had in college. We had so many good memories. No, no. That we remember. Ish. <laughs> Um, gosh, so many of them were uh, that are flashing through my head right now. I really don't think I can talk about. Um, Fair. Well, I mean, like field, ex- like even games or post game. The GMU was big. The win. Yeah, yeah, GMU. Um, yeah, there was a big one. But um, like even, but maybe it wasn't something big. Maybe it was like oh, the running groups or. Okay, yeah. One of my. <laughs> that was easy. Boom. That, that was easy. Enough. Yeah, because I was really bad at running. Um, yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> if we're didn't honest. Matter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in college, um, we had a awesome um, strength coach. Her name was Mac, and um, she she would divide us up into three running groups. And um, so not 2019, <laughs> yeah, if we're being no, real, dude. No, so no. not. Um, yeah, actually, being a D1 coach in the past, like we never do this ever. But she she divided us up into three running groups, and if you can kind of put two and two get together, is they were in skill-wise. And so there was a fast group, there was a middle group, and there was a slow group. And so... Didn't they label it different, though? Oh, yeah. It was, like, yeah. fast, faster, and faster, uh-huh. so something really dumb. Actually, that was... I think that was, like... I don't remember exactly or turtle where that deer came from, something. but, like, it was definitely, like, fast, the faster, fast and faster. Because <laughs> yeah. we were trying to be PC and, like, make everybody feel good about themselves. Um, and I was definitely, like, in the um, fast group, um, which was the slow group, but I should have been... Because you were a goalie. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I should have been in my own group, which was, like, the slowest <laughs> group. Um, but anyway, um, one of my fondest memories is... I don't even remember if Olsen was on the team at this point. Well, yeah, it's, it's not your fondest memory if I wasn't there, so skip it to the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it no, might have been my senior year, which Olsen <clears throat> just graduated, um, is I made t-shirts... Oh, I did miss this. I'm so upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I made t-shirts for everybody on the team. 
Um, and obviously, I correlated my creativeness with my lacrosseness. And so... Not in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so, in in my... Well, actually, no, I did not make them for the whole team. I only made them for my group, which was the slow group. And just to keep motivation up and team spirit up, um, you know, I, I ranked everybody in my running group from fastest to slowest. And so... Wait, so you took the power in your own uh, hands yeah, and then you ranked this, the, the yeah, slow people from yeah. fast to slow? That's exactly. Awesome. But I mean, Where'd you so, rank yourself? Well, the slowest because... Oh, perfect. Slowest. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, so on everybody's front of the shirt said like member of like the fast team. And then on the back, it was like, go Robin, go. Because Jennifer Thomas was the fastest of the slow group. And I don't, I don't remember the, the rankings at this point, but it was something along those lines. I don't even remember the details. This is yeah. so funny. This is literally you now with print marketing. Like, yeah. this is so hilarious how full circle this comes. So, Keep going. Yeah, so it was really cool. Like, just because, and I thought actually my, and, you know, we had to run, we had to wear team uniforms to the runs. Oh, yeah. And so obviously I thought I was going to get in trouble because... I made everybody in our group wear these shirts instead of. Uh, and one of your uniforms. former teammates showed up in the wrong shirt and did get everyone in trouble. Yep. Shower made nameless. Wait, yep. so you got away with this? Yeah, totally got away with it. What the f? Hundred percent. Everybody loved the idea, and like we wore them. I I think we wore them like every like conditioning after that. Okay. Well, I need to call someone because <laughs> wait, wait, how did you get away with not wearing the running outfit? Do the coaches didn't care? Yeah, they loved it because they loved the idea of like motivating people in terms of like my shirt was shirt. motionational. My blue shirt. I know. It was very it really was, actually. Yeah. It was like Bud Light in front, but I <laughs> no, didn't. I don't know. It was like an FTNY shirt, actually. They, anyways. Okay, it's, yeah. it's not about me. Um. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's... So, like, from the team. Um, like the coaches to the to our conditioning coach, like they actually really love the idea and they, they let us just kind of roll with it and like it just became kind of a running theme of like we're the fast group. Wait, way to take control of that full <laughs> oh, yeah. branding. That what fascinates me is that is literally what you're doing now. You're like stepping into the Hi, zone, reprinting and like rebranding an entire initiative via like pa- paper print, visual, Digital, yeah. yeah, everything, yeah. Oh, universe is a tricky beast in yeah. case you're not paying attention but um wow yeah okay I, I, that was, that, just when she thought she didn't have anything to say five <laughs> minutes later perfect I, okay. I don't remember a lot of things because i blacked out a lot well, I'm re- <laughs> well no maybe I, I never blacked out I, I think i browned out. no i think you were just like i'm done i'm tired yeah, yeah. yeah we were in a carb brown. coma from chinello's pizza or something <laughs> disgusting <laughs> Yeah, gross. All right, uh, the Kristen Clark. Enlightenment. I know you got something good. I can see it brewing. I forgot the question. What's your favorite color? Yellow. Did you just take a a sip of beer? And perfect. Um, When was an experience in life where you really felt uh, the impact of your prior learnings as as far as like being part of a team, whether it's from your job, in college? We're shifting the question just a little bit. Yeah, so I hate teamwork. Okay, well, that's good. Um, I know a lot of companies hiring right now. Let's call her. Call her. Than everybody else. Yes. Okay. Well, you want to be president because they're hiring. In case y'all are wondering. No. So okay, I kind of remember the question, and one of the things that you asked was um, she totally remembers. Yeah, she does. Um, was when you felt sort of everything come together in college, whether it was scholastically or as part of a team. Um, My junior year of college, I had a professor who did not like regurgitation. He was, 
he was Olsen doesn't like throw up either. Yeah. Oh hell no! <laughs> but as far as knowledge, you get it done and you let it go because I never want to talk about it again. He, but yes, he was okay. like, I know what I think. I don't want you to write down what I think. I want you to write down what you think. I want a paper. I love that. Yeah, I know. Never in my life ever had I ever had anyone ever tell me I don't want to hear back what I think. I want to hear what you think. That was the first time in my life that I read a book and thought, what do I think about it? It was the first time in my life that I ever wrote something, that I ever turned anything in, and someone said, what do you think about it? it screw what I think about it. Screw what the author thinks about it. It was um, ugh, worst story ever. No, that's awesome. No, this is amazing. That's really cool. Well, that individual thought process, even though it sounds simple, changes the way you view every single decision moving forward. It's huge. Because I obviously am a people pleaser, and for the first time in my life, people pleasing didn't mean, well, just tell me back what I think, because I'm brilliant. It was, tell me what you think, because maybe you're brilliant too. And so that sort of stuck with me and my story about going in and saying, you know, this is what I want to get paid. Had I not had that professor as much as I hated him at the time, because I was like, I don't know what I think. I, you know, I, this is what I do. I just tell you what you think in a smart way. You know, had I not had him as a professor, I don't know that I would have ever had the courage to say, you know what, this is what I think. This is what I do is what I'm worth. And Again, the dude, like, that's huge. That like to have that as that professor. I mean, I don't know who it is, but I hope at some point he happens to hear this two minutes ago podcast. <laughs> um, but to have that impact on a human, where it impacts not only how you feel about something, but every decision you make moving forward, is so critical. And that there's nothing more in our world that we need more than that right now. Questioning a better way, uh, embracing your own opinion, getting to know yourself, understanding who you are and what you stand for so you are happier from 15 to 25 to 35 to 45 and creating that base layer of like getting in touch with really what you think. And we are not traditionally taught to think that way. No. It's too bad that it took till junior year in college yes. to like it, have that oh, yeah. Exactly. I was like 20 like, That's crazy. I also did Let that be like third grade, fourth grade, <laughs> fifth grade. Yeah. All the way through. I think it should be like when you're a young kiddo. Absolutely. I've always said I wish they would redo our curriculum for our uh, elementary school and even high school and middle school. Um, Not in that order. Uh, But of (laughs) finances, relationships, self-esteem, self-work. Like some of these really fundamental skills where like algebra is great, but hashtag there's an app for that. So you'll never need geometry. Yeah, not a thing. And someone, someone's going to be... I don't know how to do my taxes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, TurboTax. It's like TurboTax. $80, like next case. No, or somebody, somebody does. That stuff. But here's the thing. Then you outsource to people. You know, That's where yeah. relationships come I, in. I Yo, bitch, you do taxes? Cool, I hate yeah, them. I'll design your Instagram, next case. So, yeah, that's, um, I think that's really, that's a, a really critical, pivotal point. I, that's not a dumb story at all. That's huge. And if I was a human that cared about impact, which I am, and if someone said that about me, like, I had the ability to impact your decision, decision making, even as a junior in college, for you moving forward, dude, that's powerful. I'm not going to tell you his name. He was such a dick about it, but he really did change uh, my life. Except, don't give him credit. Was it Justin Timberlake? <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know the truth. We saw it at the Nine Dairy Club. Not a big deal. No, that's um, really, really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, taught, he taught me how to think. Yeah, truly. Okay. So, what's funny is some of the people I won't say hate you dislike or don't. Um, let's say you don't identify with the most are your greatest teachers mm-hmm. because you are opposites, or maybe you genuinely don't like them as a human, but they can teach you so many mm-hmm. things about yourself, and you're like, oh. 
all right, well, I'm going to take the good with the bad and then move on to the next or thing. Or they actually test you. Yeah, or, exactly. He's yes. They're really, like, pushing you well into said. learning something new. Yes. That you're he's, not wanting to do. He saw me before I saw myself. As oh. A, as a police. Exactly. Yeah. That is that is huge. I don't know yeah. what therapists do or teachers or what the pivot point is, but, again, if anyone that cares about impact can say that, that is, yeah. I think, one of the better compliments I've ever heard, honestly. That's something I would care about. I hope this podcast does that. <laughs> I say that jokingly, but also seriously. Yeah. 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 All right, JB, we not about you. Enlighten us. I, I mean, you got you have to have a good story, Bruin. I know you. God, do. I don't know if I have any good stories. You've had so much time. People don't think their stories are good. They are. So I'm so old that I have a lot of time to think. Pop, no. pop the top again. Yep. Um, so when I started at Mason, it was the first year that they ever had a swim team. So like. There were seven guys on the swim team. I'm actually going for the 20-year reunion this year. That's amazing. 20 years ago, George Mason founded a swim team. And that was one of, like, seven. Wait, were you before Natoli and all that? Natoli was in my class. Okay, okay. okay. With Cam. Yes. And a couple other guys that did not make it all the way through. Okay. Um, And so I have great memories of, like, our first win. Like, there were seven guys, and we swam against... I think 15 guys at Towson and beat them. Wow. And then as we left, we watched their coach just ream them out mm-hmm. because that was they, our let, they let <laughs> seven they yeah. let seven freshmen beat their whole team which was like, you know, freshmen through seniors. Um, but then I have like all my closest friends are all from my teammates. Yeah. I've been in like weddings. Um all of them. <laughs> I've been in a lot no, of believe, weddings, yeah, a lot a of bachelor animal. parties. Social <laughs> animals. I like that you live the bachelor no, party over the... He's the most loyal person that I've ever met. I don't know if I have detailed stories, but I just remember... You for sure like, do. You're choosing not to share, but acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> acceptable. Who would you like me to share? No, no, no. You know, mother. You have one? I trust your filter. I trust your filter. I don't... Like I said, I don't know if I have like a detailed story, but like I said, I've been in these people's lives yeah. ever since I started my freshman year. So like one of my best friends, he was my only recruit that I had my freshman year. So Who was that? Eric Staley. Oh, yeah. So I got to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Eric, he's, also, he's also one of my neighbors now. Yeah. In the, oh, in the, the family. In the old life. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I got to watch him as a recruit, and then I got to hound my coach and be like, hey, is he in school yet? Is, like, did he get accepted? Is, yeah. do you, is he coming here? So I just, like, I just have memories through all that. Also, the men's and women's team swam together, which yeah. is kind of different for every other sport. The men's basketball team trained separately from the women. Um, same thing with the volleyball. But the guy, the guys on the girls' swim teams all – came together. So I've watched in just my four years, I think there's like six marriages of like mm-hmm. teammates. <laughs> yeah, that was super weird. That's, Even that's in college. Really, really but weird, right? You guys are a I think it's breed. a little incestuous. I don't say it as a bad way. It's just you're a different it's zone. It's a little there's, weird. You guys had a swimmer and a lacrosse player. Right? There is a swimmer no, and a lacrosse player. No, I wasn't. My family swimming. No, no, not you. There no. is a swimmer and a lacrosse player. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Absolutely. They oh, hooked we... up for the first time on my floor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy oh, 30th wow. wedding anniversary or whatever Chris it is. Chris Natoli and Stacey Berger. That's what's up. Called out. I love it. You know, love is love. Love is love. <laughs> there's no judgment. 
Yeah. They have three kids now. <laughs> Both of them were tan, so it's all good. <laughs> um, no, it's funny because that is actually a huge point. Cause I couldn't imagine the girls, our girls lacrosse team, training with the guys lacrosse team. We would beat the shit out of them, though. Well, these are my aggressive females, ladies and gentlemen. She's not lying. But it's just, it's such a weird dynamic. But swimming, really, every sport, what I loved about going in the training room was you could tell by looking at somebody what sport they played. And it wasn't even like an age, race, build thing. It was more like a personality. Like, you could, lacrosse, at least for us, was a little spicy, a little edgy. Aggressive. You could see how they dressed. We were... Pretty casual. We'll put that nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, were we? I don't know. Even if we wanted to be. There were a lot of sweatpants. Yeah. In we, were not, we were not in sales back in the day. It was not a sales section. Yeah. No, we were. We looked disgusting, actually. I don't even. No, we would definitely wear sweatpants at the bar all the time. Oh, I don't even think I did that. You didn't? No, okay. I wore my same black pants I that I'd never washed. But. For... You you wear your yeah. Meg Detler shirt, yeah. remember to veil, which is post college. This is also we wear a lot of parkas and use them as blankets. You guys did also like so there were a lot of Mason swimming parkas. To be fair, the athletes had no. Yeah, I completely believe that the athletes we actually didn't usually look nice any sport. You would wear whatever was like issued to you. Yeah, and then you would like shower and brush your hair, and that was like going out attire. But can I tell you, as an outsider looking at this? Sports. When I started dating JP, um, I was in a sorority. Oh, okay. In, That's in, similar. In oh. No, it is not. Ish. It is well, not you said it, not me. You said it, not, it not me. It is not at all. I'm not going to say which one. I'm just going to say that um, nothing. My experience was very different from y'all's experience. And okay. JP took me back to one of the swimmers' house parties once. Right, when we were you first, still in college? Uh, that was no, a little dangerous. No, we were, we were I was going to say, you love for the jungle. We were, we, were out of, we were out of college, and they were playing that horse racing game. It was a made-up game to get <laughs> everyone to drink a lot. But it didn't yes. matter. What, what, college moves. What struck me was there were, there were from freshman age to past college to age. To extra, extra senior. Right. Everybody still, everybody still <laughs> cared this. about everybody. Yeah. Everybody knew who everybody was. Everybody cared that you were there. I thought in that moment, like joining a sorority was the worst mistake of my life. I should have done sports. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I, I think, I mean, some people love the Greek life. I think it's all about personality. However, I think that's valid feedback. Seeing you know, certain people that, like, you can see a family. I also don't think, like, that might not be, like, everybody's um, Greek experience, but it might not also be everybody's sports experience. I have tons of friends that were athletes, and they absolutely hated it. And it really, like, damaged their experience in college as as a whole. Um, So it's experiential. And so it's why it's important for us, I think, to pull back and be thankful for all the trials and tribulations. (laughs) And try try the good times. Yeah. Be open to everything. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't could not agree more. But, and also, I, I would love to see more intermixing between mm-hmm. um, the athletes and the, the civilians, for lack of a better term. It didn't happen. <laughs> the not athletes. It didn't. It well, didn't randoms happen. Randoms and athletes. Yeah, but it we live such happen. crazy lives, and we looked like slobs. So I gotta don't blame them, dude. We looked. You guys were in giant coats that were weird. You guys were like green Draculas. We were weird. <laughs> and we, we had like pre wrap and like sweatpants on. I had ice bags in class. I can't even. Um, you had bruises all over your arms? Oh, all, all, the, time. all the time. I looked like a total weirdo. Was it your experience at Mason? Did did y'all ever choose to fraternize with people outside of your group? 
Mm, not really. No. It wasn't, we were tired. Well, we, didn't, we didn't really have a Greek life it was, at Mason yeah, well, either. I thought we did. There was, but yeah. it wasn't like predominant. I think they got kicked out of... Uh, How'd they get kicked out and we didn't? I know, exactly. I'm just, I'm just thinking like when you're in it, yeah, we're so, we're so in what we're in. If there you was know? more like, I'm with you. I, I, if we had more like Maryland as like houses, there was a couple houses. We had a lacrosse house. Mm-hmm. I actually think Mason's a unique situation where I think the athletes had more of like the Greek situation. We had like swimming house, lacrosse house, mm-hmm. and then we'd all go to those houses and things would be broken up ten minutes later because the cops already knew or whatever. No, we would party on. <laughs> we just go to the other athlete's house. We'll yeah. But it was, there was no like frat row or anything. We were, we're also in the same exact classes, like all of us. Yeah. So, like, it would be like lacrosse and soccer and volleyball. We'd all be in the same classes. We all basically did our athletics for 20 hours a week. So, we were all on the same schedule. Um, or 30 hours a week. Or 30. <laughs> so, so, you're allowed to do 20. But oh. then you have to do like study hall, study hall, and lifting on your own time. And uh, go to the training room. Basically, any way around yeah. the limits. Lives. My husband Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. What's up, my Shout dear out Ray? To Ray. Ray yeah, I owe him an arm and a leg, literally a leg. Same my knee. So we did like hang out. I think with yeah. the athlete parties were basically all athletes at the time. Well, you had such a similar are. reality. I think I feel like mm-hmm. the normal students can kind of go out Monday through Friday. Sleep in, go to class, whatever, which is admirable. Maybe it's good that we didn't have that exposure early on. We had one day off a week. So you could like, or at least, this is how our team was. You didn't really drink or party all week. You like, you did class, what have you. Maybe you had some wine during Temptation (laughs) Island or something that we were watching of the 90s or 2000s. And then we had Sundays off. And when we rallied, is that a different story for you guys? So we had. Uh, <laughs> and you guys were up uh, early in the morning. So yeah, yeah, so we had nine practices a week. It was Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, and Saturday mornings. Monday, Wednesday, Friday was six in the morning, and then every day at like two thirty in the afternoon. So that meant that Monday night we could go out, Wednesday night we could yeah. go out, and then basically Saturday night we could go out because we didn't have practice until two thirty. But you were not supposed to be drinking, right? I mean, you could drink whenever you wanted to. Just 48 hour rule. Until, until our like, dry no. season. You couldn't oh, drink 48 okay. hours before a game, but practices were. Dude, half our team wasn't even 21, though. That's funny, there was a rule. Our dry funny season was January through February. What did you say? I said our dry season was January and February. You act, did you guys actually stay dry? Most of us. It's <laughs> all about the truth here. That was all like, uh, you know. Well, JP was thirty, so it's different. I was like, yeah, I was much older than him. Yeah, so, yeah. You bought the alcohol yeah. for everybody. Yeah, basically. So Eric and I kind of sometimes went off and. That's what Amanda and I think I did. Yeah, we, we tried to have like dry seasons or dry. We did. No, well, we talked. I think I think we talked about it, and then we're like, no, it's. Like, not feasible. So but we really didn't it's drink during the week. Or I didn't. I was not a fan of no. dry season, but I literally did not drink during the week at all. Yeah, no. Or maybe we had, like, a glass of wine or something. No, so. A lupo on Wednesdays? Uh, well, that was, like, postseason, wasn't it? No. You were a spring sport, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely saw you in the spring. Uh, well, it was my fifth year. By then, it didn't matter, <laughs> it didn't dude. Really four, you want to do four years to get it done. <laughs> By fifth year, you're us. over it. How, JP, how many years did you go to college? I don't want to answer. No, just answer. Just answer. I was five years. So I went to uh, Longwood for 98 through 99, and then I swam competitively for four years at George Mason. Yeah. So that would be five. Hey, that's That's not that many. And then I uh, decided to take an extra trip around the track. 
and did a three credit class in the fall and a three credit class in the spring so that I could graduate with Queen K. Oh, yes. And you know what we should talk about? The cords that we earned. The, co- the cords that, that we earned. I went to yes. the craft store and built myself because I thought it was a conspiracy that you had to <laughs> abide by these rules. They were some dope cords. If, you know what? I don't even know. Again, you take initiative. You want something, you go get it. So I went to, I don't even know that my family knows to this. No, they do. All right. I don't know if they know that I made them. So it was like yeah, a few, it was a week before, I think, when we were out and we decided that we needed cords just like everybody yeah. else Yeah. to walk with. Well, not even that. I was like, of course we need cords. Like we were very different. Like we're very we're, accomplished. We're That's very like, unique. Whatever we're doing. Yes. I mean, maybe the I, school doesn't provide them, but we need I don't, Did cords. I even tell you that I was making them? Yes. I think I told you yes, last you minute. Did. Okay. You told me. Did you think I was going to do it? I did not. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. He's like, whoa, you actually made this? I was like, absolutely. It's 7 a.m. at Fats. We're about to graduate. So This isn't the weirdest thing going on right now. <laughs> so we uh, we went to the local bar, which was across the street from where we were graduating, and I talked them into opening early so that we, could, so we could drink some before we graduated. Yes. And we drank for like two hours before we graduated. My grandma was think, there. I think mom. it was 9. My dad. I think we graduated at 11.30, and we got them to open at 9.30. My dude. And we actually didn't have a tab. They took care of everything. They, that's right. Did you no work there? No tab. I did not work there at the time. You just worked them. Perfect. I okay. just worked them. <laughs> well, that's their daughter was, was at Fats. At Fat no. Tuesdays. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, And so we get there, and Olsen has pink hair. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. I did. You did have you, pink hair. I was so much cooler then. And we, uh, she gave presented me with my special... <laughs> Uh, cords. <laughs> Dude, that was actually like it was a presentation because I was these cords were better than what the kids earned. They, they were, were like red, legit cords. Black, green, and gold. Yes. yes. I, they had meaning. I can't I think I still there. have them. I don't want to. Oh, I, for I, sure. I don't, don't want to say what they were. The, well, for. no, it wasn't dirty. It was like Future Billionaires of America. Something like that. Hip hop video director. Something really because we were a little bit basic. Wait, I married a future billionaire. <laughs> I know. Yes, dude, girl. It, it hasn't happened what? yet. Don't, yeah. don't get no, the prenup. I'm telling you, the cords are It's when this podcast gets big. <laughs> yes. It's going to go viral. No, but seriously, I went to like Karen's Crafts or something and the, the cords were like legit cords. And I think I braided them so it was like you one did. huge fat yes. braid. It was so obnoxious. <laughs> Looking back, I know this so, is so. So we get we get extra. into uh, She's extra. We, we sit next to each other at the graduation, and we go across the stage. And the teacher that I had gone to his class, I think six times. Like I went there for like the first class, like the middle, middle. semester class they, for the first yeah. test, the middle, the yeah, the, the, final. the class before the middle exam. I think I had to do a presentation with a bunch of people I didn't know. And then, like, I did the final six classes. This is the one I have nightmares about that I, like, actually didn't pass. Wait, would you have known the people had you gone to class? I met them in, like, the middle of the class. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he grabs my cords as as I walk across the stage and goes, congratulations, nice cords. And I said, thank you. What? Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know this. Yes. Okay. He was, like, one of the heads of communication at George Mason. 
that's amazing. Oh my god. I could not tell you his name. Uh yeah, who cares? Well, I'm not, sorry, not who cares, but <laughs> great to hear about you, Mr. Guy. Um <laughs> This is honestly why I, I, at some point, um, when this podcast takes off, I wanna have a building back at George Mason that's like communication department of KO, like do whatever you want, paint the wall, whatever. <laughs> and, but it's like artsy and like we find an angle. But anyways, that's so funny. I maybe nowadays does that get regulated? Like can you not wear cords or something? Apparently it's not regulated because we both did. Might be well, I know that was 20 years now. ago, dude. <laughs> I still have them. Oh, I for sure do. It's hanging on my graduation picture. That yeah. looks like shit, by the way. Um, but I mean, it's great. We're in like these really. There were like hundred dollar robes that were like literally stapled together, green cloth. <laughs> yeah, I love the business. You can pat them down. or something. JP ripped the arms off of his. Oh, white remember that? Did you see? Remember that? No. no, no, I forgot that I got drunk the night before. <laughs> Send your kid to college and tell them to play sports. George Mason University. That's what's up. Fairfax, Virginia. Um, I forgot that the night before we went out and I decided that my long sleeve um, button-down white shirt was not dressy enough for the graduation. So I decided to cut the sleeves off so that it was nice and air-conditioned yeah. when I graduated. Oh! So I took off the sleeves and I actually have pictures of me at FATS. With a tie <laughs> and no sleeves and a button down because you can't tell when you're in a gown. No, it you should have just wore the collar the... and then like cut it off like a dicky, essentially. I should, <laughs> you should I don't even know what I wore under my robe. Exactly. No, I for sure wore something. It was sheer material. I definitely wore something. Sure. No, I was wearing a sticky bra and it was so hot. The Virginia weather. Sticky bra. Hell hot. yes. But the, that's why I moved back immediately. Sticky bra. Oh, the best invention ever. Unless you're in a billion percent humidity. <laughs> and then it just slides off. Yeah, no, I didn't have that problem. I was like not even no. It was all sticky bra. And it was like the chicken cutlet version. Construction materials. Yeah, it was literally like gel. But they came out, I was like, forget it. I actually gave it to my grandma and she put them in her purse. I kid you not. That's how gangster my grandma is. She was like, Oh, whatever. She's like, whatever, that robe's ugly anyway. It's like cool. Like not a big deal. But yeah, it was literally like a billion percent humidity. It was hot. And oh God bless Colorado. Anyways, it was a great experience. And I don't know how we digress to here, but did you guys make cords in college? <laughs> make, um, you didn't make a cord? I guarantee no, you. No, I didn't did make not. a cord. They I, probably had cords. I had a in sign college. on my hat, but that's all. What was the sign oh, say? I didn't. Um, I can't remember at this point. I think it, I think we did. It was like me and Sarah Bryant. Block if you're the listening, ball. Holler. Hey, um, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we did it in the line going up to like get our fake diploma because we didn't get real diplomas yeah. obviously is that one real on the wall over there yes probably not, probably not. Yeah. Got the same you buy them on Amazon <laughs> we got the same day yeah true wait if you and JB have the same one they're probably not real <laughs> this is, we're also doctors coming to our practice Botox for all <laughs> yeah I got you girl um, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive we put like GMU lax or something oh you're, you're basic yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool yeah, acceptable yeah. it was like in, done in tape so it was like very like She's called basic. Oh, good. Yeah, it was, it was very oh, I tagged basic yeah. too. Basic in Botox. It's a compliment. Yes. Part of the tribe. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap up because we have good food to eat and good drinks to drink. But yeah. I literally can't believe I have. So this was an unplanned trip where JP and Chris are going to be in town. Meg was in town. Paula was actually supposed to be in town. Oh, other God. best friend from college. Um, so to get them in one space in my house on the mic is, she I'm eternally us. grateful. It's awesome. Yeah. I had to keep I can't believe yes. they're, no, these are like two of the most, uh, 
<laughs> spoken humans. Like, they got something to say they're going to say. Like, they're social. They're butterflies. I, I can't believe they're going to be honest. This is real. Tequila. <laughs> I, had to, I, yeah, I had to intoxicate them a little bit. But anyways, all right, um, in closing moments, what would be... Uh, no, no, this is, we'll, we'll leave it vague. We'll <laughs> okay. leave it vague. Okay. For anything, for there's any kid that was teetering on the fence that w- wanted to be a student athlete and wasn't sure, what would your, and if you were saying that maybe it's like, don't do it, do it, what would be your words of advice to someone considering it as the, from the student perspective, if they weren't 100% sure? I mean, 100%, I would say go at it with a team mentality and not a me ten- mentality. Yeah. Because, you know, just... I've gotten into too many situations as a coach that things are about me and not the team. So if you're not about the team, don't do it at all. Huge. There's no I in team. Yeah. No, right? but there's so a there's basic. A, there's a, there's a, there is a basic. There is a me. But it's so cliche, but like seriously, don't do it. I, I completely agree with that. I loved every minute of being a college athlete. I wouldn't change anything. So like, I would at least try it. Like, give it at least a season mm-hmm. of whatever sport you're doing. Um, some people realize it's not for them after a little while, but... And it's fine to quit. And it is fine to quit if it's yeah. not for you, but I would at least go for it to begin with. But quit for the right reasons. Yeah. So um, for any of you out there that are questioning, how do I just walk into college as an athlete? You don't. <laughs> also true. You well, unless you're a rower. Just kidding. You're gonna, you're gonna just kidding. Yeah. You're going to have to do some work beforehand if you want to get there. Um, but again, I would say whatever it is, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you think you might like, try it. Do it. You don't have to do it forever. You don't. Quitting is totally okay, but... Just try it because this is the time that you are allowed to do and be anything that you want to do and be. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more as far as like the team angle. Um, and then just trying. And we're in a 2019, we're in a society where quitting is failure. And uh, there's, a, there's a piece of that where I agree with. On the flip side, I think trying is everything. Getting to know yourself, taking that opportunity to try and fail or try and succeed because now's the time before, you know, life gets so serious. You just figure out and learn about yourself and, and meet incredible humans. I always say this about CrossFit, but sports are such a phenomenal filter to meet like-minded and like core-valued people. Even if you don't finish out your four, five, six years, <laughs> you um, you come across people that are that are like you that you that would otherwise be hard to find. And as you get older, it's hard to find those friends and people because you don't have those filters anymore. So I'm with that. I think it, it's it, it's at least worth a try with the filter of knowing it is a massive commitment. It's a lot. It's hard. Uh, but from my perspective, it's it's just so worth it, even if it's not a long-term thing. And if you can haul it out to the end, I think that's even better. But uh, take that time to get to know yourself and and embrace the opportunities in front of you if you can take advantage of that. Boom. Bam. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Okay, <laughs> we will wrap up there. Um, these guys are not social media animals, but I'm still going to provide the opportunity. If people want to check you guys out and where you're at, do you know your social media handles? I don't. Do you want to share yeah. them? JP Clark, do you want to tell me? It's on your phone. Oh, wait, wait, JP Clark. Like, uh, it's on your Instagram phone. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah, tell me what it's, it is. So I'm 40 she, I'm on Facebook. Yes. Uh, girl, I love social media. Mine don't is, be bashful. Uh, Miss Tuggy. Okay, so JP's is JP underscore Clark. 
Meg, listen to these guys. This is why I love these guys, though, because they actually have a bunch of good shit to say, and all they, they would oh, care less about it. Is. It's, um, it's MRS <laughs> underscore Tuggy, T-U-G-G-Y. Do mine's Madonna's hero, so don't ever feel bad. I have loved this. Kristen, what's yours? It's under, probably. Kate Clark. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I love you guys. Loaded no. all no. Night. Do I have for sure? I'm looking for some with JP in him. So I for sure have her. Tuned. You do? I thought. No, I do. Kristen, you have no I idea what you're saying. I follow you, bitch. No, I follow you back. Listen, I go ahead, girl. No, see, it's, it's probably uh, Kate Clark. That's it. That's it. Right there. It probably is. Yeah. That's whatever. That's not is. you. Yeah, that's her. No, it's not. Do I? That's me. Do I look too good? That's me. Oh, it is. Dude, you. This looks like you have blonde hair. What? I'm a sexy bitch. Fuck off. Go, girl. Okay. So it is. It's K-C-L-A-R-K-0602. You go ahead and look, and you tell me. She's got dark hair. I guess they don't have anything to compare it to, so it's not going to count. Um, and I am following you, by the way. But she's, she's got blonde hair. I didn't even recognize your pup, Where are you looking? I don't... Oh, that's our old This one. This picture? Oh. Girl, that's highlights. I have dark hair. You're okay. right. Well, I actually do have dark hair too, but so I'm not hating, but <laughs> you know, the bleach is real. Anyways, um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Follow them. They're all doing incredible things. Uh, from insurance to politics to wine no, sales. I'm not doing anything incredible. Okay, they are. <laughs> they, they have some incredible things to say. They literally showed up earlier. We went from like, uh, not even the weather. We went right into like heart space of deep combo. So that's my favorite thing though. People are recording about two hours ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should have or not, but no, maybe in, yeah, due, in due time. Um, but these are a phenomenal example of people that have a lot to say that aren't necessarily speaking into the mic on the daily, but should be because they are phenomenal people with some phenomenal experience and good things to say and great experiences to share. So on that note and all cliches uh, given, thank you guys for doing this with me. They were very apprehensive. I appreciate very. it. Um, to all my George Mason humans, we love you so much. It's been a phenomenal experience. I hope to see you we soon. We wouldn't know each other without I, this George is what I'm Mason saying. sports. This is what I'm saying. And oh, James I Mattis and James Yu. I Meg's in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Japan are <laughs> But on that, I, I, we're signing off. Thank you for joining us. Check them all out. We're closing in their song. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.